Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Won't you come? I actually liked that song when I was a kid. And wash What is happening right now? This is a professional fucking thing. Here's Wonder Mike, Hank, and Master G, the Sugar Hill Gang. Hey. Now what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. What's funny is I was watching a, um, I think it was on CNN, they had, uh, what do you call, uh, one of those like 70s shows, and they were talking about the music, and they were saying, and they were talking to a lot of these black artists, they're like, yeah, when I first heard this song, and I was like, oh, damn, like, I gotta hear, he goes, I, he goes, and like, nobody knew the name, and then like, yeah, and uh, the dude that, that's um, Jimmy Kimmel's, uh, what do you call it, he does his band. Um, mm-hmm. On the Tonight Show, he goes, "Yeah, he goes. I walked into the store. He goes, I walked into the record store, and I'm like, yeah, you have that 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 song, you know, the the hip hop, the hip. Because you didn't have a singing this song because <laughs> you didn't know what the title was. All right, go, baby, rubber to the boogie de bang bang, the boogie to the boogie de beat. I don't know me. We out here, motherfucker. 2018. Yeah, I gotta say all that bullshit. Right. That's too. That 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 was in the nineties. Like yeah. every song had to have like a, like a, a some kind of label. Yeah. It was almost like it was almost like they had geo tags. <laughs> like yo, we out it was, here. It was the meta tags, you know, that you put right. in there. Like you know, like yeah, West Side, and you know, nineteen ninety nine. You know, like you're like. <laughs> Who fucking cares? We don't need like the whole little. We don't need that whole stamp in there. My latitude and longitude is. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it calm the fuck down with that. Um. Uh, all right, welcome oh, everybody yeah. to the uh, Lazy Geeks podcast. You know, before we get before we lose all of that, our weekly news podcast that discusses top news in the world of entertainment, gaming, comics, and technology. Technology. What? Technology. Oh, technology. This is for the week of March 4th, 2018. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so this actually, uh, we wanted to touch base on this one. This one happened literally like in the hour or so after we ended recording our last show. Yeah. Um, Kevin Smith. Um, I know by now he's home resting, thank the Lord on that one. Right. 
suffered a, a massive heart attack, which is usually a cloggage of an artery that's called the Widowmaker. And um, he he was recording, or yeah, well, he was performing uh, an evening with Kevin Smith, uh, one of those of his stand up in Glendale. And he had two shows. He, and usually when they have stuff like that, they record two shows and then they kind of splice together the, the best reactions and the best jokes and stuff. And um, towards the end of the first show, he said he started feeling, you know, lightheaded and he was sweating. He think he, th- he vomited um, and then decided to um, – he wasn't getting any better, so he decided to cancel the second show and then go to the hospital. And uh, from what he said on his Instagram that – it the doctor told him it was a good thing he did that because he wouldn't have made it. So he mm. literally would have died on stage. Um, so fortunately for all of us, it's um, he's okay. Um, he's going, I think, full vegetarian now or something like that. Um, you know, he's living on borrowed time, you know, and so he's, you know, he's he's one of the, he's, you know, going to have to take it easy for a little bit. And which is going to be weird because like he does he like he doesn't take it easy he doesn't take it easy never and like I was reading his Instagram and you know there's people from like because he you know directed the Flash and you had like Grant Gustin going dude I told you to like not work so much like what the hell and uh, Melissa Benost who plays Supergirl is like oh my god you need to calm down <laughs> everybody's like oh, you need to just chill out you need to stop working so much. Um, and, uh, you know, and some people say they go, well, he's only made like one movie, you know, in the last couple of years. It's like, yeah, but he hasn't movies, but he's had these podcasts. He does. He worked for, I think, IMDb doing one of their shows during Comic-Con. He was he's supposed con- to, he's constantly doing something. Yeah. He was supposed to do something for the Oscars this year. Um, yeah. So, you know, there, there's there- he works. He works like a teenager should. Yeah. When you hustle it, you know, but he's. What is he? His mid forties? Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's he's been a big dude for a long time. Like he needs to kind of calm down with that, get that weight under control. But he's been losing weight like crazy. Yeah. Because I follow him on Twitter and shit. I love the guy. Like I I love all the, his movies and quirky fucking fun shit that he makes. Yeah. But um, it's it was I at first when I saw I was like what what happened like I was freaking out like no joke and then I was like oh okay well. Nothing happened. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, when I when I first saw it, I was I was about to go to bed and I was checking through Instagram, and I saw his picture and I'm like, what the hell? And then I read it and I was like, oh fuck! So I was like, oh damn, you know. So it it, it was because he was one of the you know first indie filmmakers, you know, you know, uh, with Clerks and then building his career off of that, and and the dude just loves stuff, like yeah. it, it, you know, and he's. He's mellowed over the last like 15 years, you know, where he's like, you know, I don't, I'm not going to hate on shit. He goes, people do what they do. Let them do it, you know, enjoy it. And um, and so, yeah, so it's it's it is one of those things where you're just kind of like, oh, man, like, you know, we couldn't take that this year. <laughs> we right. just we couldn't. Um, and yeah, I, I, I listen to his um, listen to his shows and I follow him on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. And. It's just, you know, he's, he's a good, he's, he's a legitimately good guy. And, um, so it was weird too, because my friend Amador went to go see Fat Man on Batman. Um, he recorded that Friday before and took a picture with him and his daughter, Harley. And I was like, oh, that would have been just kind of creepy. He like, has, he has like a podcast empire. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's, it's close to us, but you know. Ah, uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> 
he actually makes money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting here being dumb. <laughs> uh, it's been seven we years, but fucking... those those checks will be coming in soon. <laughs> I actually told somebody at work one time. I was like, um, I was feeling myself a little too much, and I was like, "Well, I'm the co." Don't you have? Co- like, don't you don't? Aren't you not allowed to do that at work? Well, I was just talking to a friend. I wasn't like, oh, oh okay. I didn't make a neon sign, <laughs> um, but I was, uh, I was like, I'm the co-owner and operator of the Lazy Geeks <laughs> Network. I said it like that, bro. <laughs> and he goes, oh, for real? So cooperate, what do you do? It's like, well, my friend does mostly everything. I just kind of show up and they're like, oh, for real? So it's a network. So like what are you networked with i'm like well we got like three three podcasts like oh for real so how much how much revenue come? nothing basically it's a lazy geeks charity event that we've been running for eight years uh, and she goes but charity usually gets my i'm like can you get the fuck away from me please you know i i can't handle your logic at this point so right. we need to stop that i can't handle your fucking mouth unless uh, you pass to some okay <laughs> oh, you're walking away. Okay. 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 You know. Okay. okay. <laughs> and we can just forget that last part ever happened. <laughs> but don't forget if you cool with it though. Right. <laughs> I, lo- I love to do that to my, my friends that are women. Um, mm-hmm. I'll go, I'll go, yeah, whatever. You trying to get this dick or say same. I don't say something like that, but just something like that. <laughs> and they'll be like, what? And I'm like, no, I'm just bullshitting. I mean, unless you cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> just to be dumb. Right. <laughs> oh man. So, anything exciting happened to you this week? Um, it was payday. <laughs> That's always nice. Yeah. No, I got um, – I'm trying to get – so, wheels have been set in motion, okay? We're going to move very soon. April 1st is the soft date that we're moving, mm-hmm. which means it's probably going to be the month after. Right. Knowing the way my fucking shit operates. Um, and my wife and I are going to – more than likely get a house with an extra room in it or a den at the very least, which is an extra room. It's just sometimes doesn't have a door. Um, and she's, she's on board with it. It was actually her idea. And we're going to make a gaming space, um, that's video game free. So like stuff to play D and D and then board games and all that shit. And also I'll probably double that as like an area to read. Cause just quiet. You know, that's, that's all we're looking for here. Right. So, um, I was like, well, fuck it. I'll start picking up board games if they're on sale or whatever. So I bought um, Forbidden Island, which is a dope fucking game that it hasn't come yet. But it, it, it will. <laughs> uh, Dragon Slayer, which is a dice game. It's it's reminiscent of Zombie Dice, which I, a lot of people are familiar with Zombie Dice. But it's, it's reminiscent of that. Um, and then the one that did come was Munchkin fucking Deluxe Edition. So I got that shit, and we're probably going to play that um, this weekend. And uh, uh, oh, oh, another thing, too. I had all these sent to my local Amazon Locker location. He's so proud of that. I never knew it even existed until really? last week. Really? Yeah, I was like, oh, what shit. is this shit? No one told me. The fuck am I? Who am I? You know what I'm saying? It's like Amazon going to call me up. Yo, motherfucker, we got the Amazon Locker. So. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of weird if they did. <laughs> right. Ex- talking to you exactly did. like that. To... I probably did hear about it and then forgot, mm-hmm. knowing the way I operate. So I was like, well, this is dope because I've had an issue since my wife started working. There's no one ever home. And I've had packages been left out, and I've been lucky 
but we do have some package thieves in this complex because everyone is hood as fuck. <laughs> it's too easy to jack a package here. So um, I said I got it sent to the locker and I'm it's like a big deal. I'm like, oh, shit, you know, how's it going to work? You know, is it going to be what do I got to do when I go there? Blah, blah, blah. How many dicks so, do I got to suck? You know, right. But of course, um, much to my dismay, there was no dick sucking. No, I'm playing. Nobody. Of course, that. when you when you <laughs> buy multiple things on Amazon, sometimes you it, I call it the domino effect, where one's coming on Saturday, one's coming, coming on, on Sunday. Sunday, one's coming on Monday. So I have Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday are all package days. So I'm tripping out at first, and I go, "Wait a minute, I don't have to trip because." They give you five days to pick up the package. It don't fucking matter. It's in this secure box. I don't fucking even have to worry about it. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's on my way home from work for one. And I'm like, oh, shit. So it's Saturday and I, I'm like, I get an email from Amazon going, hey, bro, your fucking shit's there, dude. You know, whatever they say. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm zipped, I zip over there and I didn't know there was going to have a barcode thing. I was like, oh, cool. So I get up to the machine, I tap the screen once. This is what I do. Tap, and then it says, hold your phone to scan or paper or whatever. I barely put my phone like, because eh, the good thing about having like a a newer flagship phone is the screen's so nice, you don't get problems with the fucking scan and the barcodes. Right. Like it just, it does it. Soon as it. Soon as that red hit my screen, fucking locker just goes pop just pops open i'm like the fuck i took that shit closed it said have a nice day i was like fuck yeah dude <laughs> i was like this is dope and i did it again today because my other package came in but i bought uh yesterday i got a uh i got the dm's master the dungeon master screen for fifth edition it's so nice bro it's got like dragons on the back and shit you know um and they made it so it matches the binding of the books nice it's super classy shit let me put that back. Hold on. Um, he was holding know. it up on this audio podcast. Yeah, I don't know why I took it out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, just uh, trying to. I did a lot of D and D stuff because I had I had a Thursday and Friday off. Oh, I went. And, I didn't even tell Steve this. I forgot. Well, I didn't tell him today. I, I got new glasses. Um, and my youngest son is the first child. Um, that needs glasses out of my kids. I'm hoping we can stick to just him. Um, but you know, <laughs> we like middle class now up in this motherfucking is <laughs> no big deal. Got him a pair of Ray Bans, you know, <laughs> high class shit. It's because it's free. My fucking help. My my eye insurance is really good, so I didn't pay anything for his glasses. I think total I paid. 50 bucks for his glasses. That's only because I added the polycarbonate so it was more durable. Oh, right. yeah. And then I added the anti-glare. And the lady's so funny. I was like, I mean, does he really need anti-glare? You know, and she's like, well, it will help him. But also when you take a picture of uh, w with him in it, it, he won't look like an alien. And I go, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. But then you so, kind of like, but is that really a good thing? I, I mean, that might be dope. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I, got I, I run this conspiracy theory website. And, uh, you know, that actually might be legit. Alex Jones follows me on Twitter. <laughs> um, fucking Alex. I'm going to talk about him at the end of the podcast. Um, so and then I got glasses. So I got um, I'm changing my game up a little bit. And it was funny because I'm in the store and I'm like, I look at my wife and I'm like, you know, I'm a nerd. And she's like, I know. 
<laughs> and I go, I'm just going to get black frame glasses. Fuck it. I, I think they look kind of dope, you know, so whatever. But I didn't get the standard 1980 Revenge of the Nerds glasses. I got some slick fucking Armani glasses. You understand what well, I'm talking about? Bam, bam, bam. I was looking fresh as fuck. And then um, I'm sensitive to sunlight, so it's important for me to have prescription sunglasses. Well, that's how vampires usually are. Right. And, um, you know, the sun the sun ain't shit. All right? That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, no, no because got... you're Irish, and usually you guys are outside when you're drunk after the bar closes. <sighs> Or because it's cloudy. Let's let's keep reality where reality needs to be. Okay? I was. I was. I was keeping it real. Yours is about 40% of the reason. But 60%. <laughs> so um, so like check it out though. I had I had this epiphany, right? When I was a child, and I was telling my son this story, my older son, because I said when I was about your age, I saw I saw a uh, pair of black framed um, Ray-Ban sunglasses, but like the aviator ones, but not mirrored, but that shape. Mm. And I was like, man, I really want those sunglasses. And they were like, back then they were like six bills. Like they were stupid, you know, and I'd never, never going to happen. Like I, and, and every once in a while, cause they're Ray-Bans, you, you see them again. And I'd be like, oh fuck man. I don't know why, but something about those glasses, I dig them. So what the fuck you think I got when I was up in that joint? Black framed non-mirrored motherfucking aviators you see a motherfucker i was up there like this i was so fucking excited about these fucking glasses my wife was like are you all right i told her the fucking story she's like oh god <laughs> and then the guy's like well they're technically not aviators unless they're mirrored i'm like, i don't give a fuck Get the fuck out of my face quit trying to ruin my shit yo and man, then they asked i don't need your negativity you know infiltrating this this aura of positivity you, that's you right. got what i'm saying and he goes, he goes, do you want the mirrored ones? And I go, no, because I am not a cop nor a douchebag. So <laughs> I'm not, I just want, I like that shape because they're a little bigger, but they're not obnoxiously large, but right. they're a little bigger where it covers more sun. Like the fuck out of here, you know? <laughs> and then, um, they got that classic look. You can't, bruh, ain't no one talking <laughs> shit when you got some Ray-Bans on. Like, what's up, motherfucker? Men in black. Boop, boop. You know what I mean? Just some stupid shit. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, the other ones, they're Armani, but I didn't get them because they were Armani. They're actually the cheapest hmm. out of the ones that I was trying to pick because um, my insurance is weird. Different brands, I get higher amounts uh, oh. paid by the insurance company. Oh, that's weird. One is Lacoste, Lacoste or Lacoste or whatever. It's a fucking – my current glasses are from them. Um, they're like a French company. Uh, but all their, most of their brands, their, their, uh, logo is a alligator. It's an obnoxious looking alligator because this company's used to make uh, a lot of shirts in the seventies and it would be on like lacrosse or not lacrosse, uh, lacoste. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So I, um, I didn't like them because it was obnoxious. You have black frame glasses, big ass green alligator on the side. I'm like, come on guys, what are we doing? I'm not a fucking child. So um I was looking around the Armani. That's not you know what your Ar wife said. <laughs> oh. You know how you know how Armani is though. Real sleek. You know, they it doesn't say Armani on the side like I'm some fucking rapper. Um now my son's on the other hand, he got red glasses. No, he got they're black glasses, but they're accented with red. Yeah. And on the side, it's it's black um black stems, 
but in red, it reads red uh, Ray Ban on him. I'm like, this motherfucker flossing. <laughs> he could be in school. He thought they were flames at first. So he thought they were cool. I'm like, those aren't flames. They say Ray Ban. He's like, oh, that's cool too. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> It'd be cooler if you was paying for this shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I walked out there. I paid 418 total. That's not bad. But that's out of my um, – I have a medical account with my work where I pay it – I pay the thing off by the end of the month before taxes. But I have access to it – or not the end of the month, the end of the year. And I have access to it um, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So kind of slick way for me to kind of go in there. I have a little debit card with it and shit. So I got to use that for the, for the teeth and then – uh. We're good to go. Cool. So yeah, that's my life. <laughs> Since you were you were prying, we want me to share so much on this podcast. Now, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, our main story this week is going to be about China, the other red meat. Um, <laughs> but before that, uh, let's get into some headlines. <laughs> As Marvel's Black Panther is still blowing up the motherfucking box office, uh, Marvel is looking forward to their next major blockbuster potential with Avengers Affinity War. The picture was originally slated to open on May 4th, which is normal for Marvel movies to open. Uh, Normally, it kicks off the summer season, but Marvel has decided to move up the release date by one week. Marvel's Avengers Infinity War will open around the world Day-to-date on April 27th, 2018. So it was funny because on this, uh, when uh, the announcement came, Marvel did a tweet that said, uh, you know, are you excited for April 20 um, or for May 4th? And then Robert Downey Jr. tweeted, hey, is there any way that, you know, I could see it early if I want? They're like, anything for you, Mr. Stark. How about April 27th? And then he's like, could I bring friends? They're like, Anybody in the world could see it then. <laughs> so they announced it that way using a... That's kind of slick. Yeah, using uh, Robert Downey Jr. A lot of people are figuring it's to prevent spoilers because I never understood why Marvel released it around the world a year, be- a week before they released it here in the U.S. Um, but because they've been very tight-lipped about it, everybody's assuming that's just to, you know, prevent... Oh, yeah, because as soon as they release it that's overseas... That's going to be cams all over the fucking We internet. will know, because that's where all the cams come from. They don't come from here. Right. Ain't no fucking American in the theater. You security people, hey, yep. get that fucking camera away. Yo, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna try to record this on my iPhone X, just kind of yeah. position Ain't under no my cat. Ain't no one trying to know? watch that. <laughs> and, and at the very least, you'll have fucking blogs up from Europe or something, and they've seen a cam, and they're going to tell you about it, or some right. stupid shit like that. We'll, we'll know. Like, yeah. the day it comes out. <laughs> right. I don't Literally, know why, maybe the hour it comes out. Like the movie isn't even finished. The first showing isn't done yet, and the cam's already up on the website. This, you know? this is how I feel it should be. You have one or two options that would be acceptable for me: either global release, just release it all at the same fucking time. I don't know why you're releasing it separate times anyway. Or America gets it first. The movie came from here. Why we gotta wait? America. The fuck. All those actors, Americans. Well, you know, sometimes we got the British in there, stuff like that. Yeah, but it's still, you know, before the, you know, it's still roughly, you know, Greenwich Mean Time, you know. That's a Hollywood movie. It's not a Bangladesh movie. (laughs) 
It's not a Beijing movie. I'm not trying to hate. I'm just saying I don't understand why other countries getting it first and we got to wait. Yeah. Same thing with D- some games too. DC don't be doing that shit. Listen, I'm not gonna even gonna start. <laughs> All right, Justice League still a good movie. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, movies that might be bad or people <laughs> say are bad, <laughs> I fucked my own self self up in that segue. So, the Razzies. It's Oscar night tonight, actually, mm-hmm. as we're recording this. And uh, by the way, the only one who won the Oscars for me was Isa Gonzalez with that yellow dress. Mm. And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, step your knowledge game up and hit up YouTube. Pause, the, pause the podcast. Listen. Literally, it's that important. Yeah, pause it, find it, then come back. My Two two of the homies hit me up because in a group chat with them. And one of them goes, he sends a picture of Isa Gonzalez in the dress. And then he goes, I don't know who this is, but she just gave an Oscar out and I'm just happy. I was like, bro. <laughs> Steppy Gamer. Okay, if you don't know who Isa Gonzalez is, look her up. Anyway, um, so the Razzies also, if you don't, or if you're, it's the 38th annual fucking <laughs> Razzie Awards. If you don't know what the Razzies are, they're this, um, it's like basically like some bullshit thing, but it's kind of funny. It's, they give, they give awards for shit, like the shittiest of, um, which is kind of interesting. So, it looks like one movie was hated above them all. Um, but we'll see. So Worst Picture got the Emoji Movie. That's number one. Off for, off the top. Uh, worst Actress was Tyler Perry <laughs> in Boo 2, uh, Medea Hollywood, Halloween. My wife actually watched that. It's it's a Medea movie. It's not, I don't know. They're not good or bad. They're just Medea movies. Um, worst Actor, Tom Cruise in The Mummy. Uh, worst supporting actor was Mel Gibson in Daddy's Home 2. Worst supporting actress was Kim Basinger, or Basinger uh, in Fifty Shades Darker. She was in Fifty Shades Darker. She needed to stop. Um, worst screen combo, any two obnoxious emojis from the Emoji Movie. <laughs> uh, worst remake, ripoff, or sequel, Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, worst director, Tony Leon- Leondis, the Emoji Movie. And worst screenplay, the Emoji Movie. So... <laughs> I watched the. I'm seeing a pattern here, right? At least like, I would say every other weekend we have a movie night. My house is. You know what's funny is people don't expect my house is super corny. We have game nights, movie nights, family meetings, all that other shit, and I'm the one that did it because I'm obsessed with organization. (laughs) I need things to be scheduled. Um, so we we have a movie night every like usually payday weekend. Get, get some snacks. We go to the dollar store. Hey, stay up on the dollar store. You're trying to get candy for a lot of people. Don't be fucking around at Walmart. So, you know, we get the normal movie stuff and popcorn and all that. And we watch the emoji movie. They wanted to see it. So it's one of those movies where they all laughed. They had a good time. I laughed. There was some, it was, you know, it had, it was, there was some moments where I'm kind of like, okay, can we get, can we get this going now? It was just a silly movie, but they don't want to watch it again. Right. Like they're they're okay with once. Um, but I don't a hundred percent get the super hate that this movie's like it's not the movie's not that important to be hated this much. Hmm. Like it's not like someone tried to make a sen- sequel to Schindler's list. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like something like that. Right. Okay, I get it. But you know but anyway, it got all razzied out. <laughs> um 
what movie did we watch? Uh, uh, what's next? What's next on the Riley family? Uh, oh, we watched Ferd- Ferdinand. Oh yeah, isn't that with yeah. John Cena? Yes. Yeah. Um, and they enjoyed that. I did not. I thought it was boring, and I got up halfway through. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. And then uh, P- I think Pitch Perfect Three is next. Oh Jesus. I think my children love Pitch Perfect, <laughs> and I'll, sit, I'll I'll watch a couple of hot chicks dance around, like whatever, you know what I mean. But the first movie I really liked, I thought it was funny because it surprised me that it was good. And then the second one, I was like, oh, that cash grab though, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, and the third one is just it should not have happened. Yeah. I feel like they were contractually obligated to do three. <laughs> you know, you know that right. you know like shit, yeah, like the, um, like the writers of Twenty Twelve. But yeah, there a lot of the comments like people paid money for the emotion. It's like I don't. I mean, it's just a silly kids movie, and it actually had a pretty decent message if you paid attention. Like he was. Um, so I'll break it down real quick. He was. He he's a he's a, a, a the time talking about fuck the emoji it, fuck movie. It. No, it's real quick. Watch the whole premise is each emoji has their one job, right? Um, this one emoji was glitched where he could. He was the only one that could do every expression. And, you know, obviously he's an outcast and oh, my God. Um, and then he is trying to get to the Internet. So the whole thing's like a, uh, an existential fucking representation of a phone. Um, and he's trying he, they're trying to get to the Dropbox app to get to the Internet so he can um, he can be hacked and fixed. And then he realizes it's better to be true to himself. It's typical fucking kid movie message. OK. I'd rather watch Coco again. <laughs> Coco was good, though. I liked Coco. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the problem is the Emoji Movie came out when there was some dope animation <laughs> out. Like, you can't be coming with that B shit when Coco's <laughs> out and all that stuff like that. Because it's like you have that, like, that disparagement between, like, animated movies. You have, like, you know, a Disney cartoon, Pixar, and then you have the rest of the shit. You know, <laughs> like, you know, Ferdinand or right. the Emoji Movie. Uh Speaking of which, Coco won Best Animated Film, which who was fucking surprised. And, and Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. Kobe Bryant yeah. won an Oscar. Yeah, for a documentary I think he produced uh, called Dear Basketball. And there's already... Oh, I've heard about that. I heard that movie's real dope if I you're heard, a basketball fan. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's, already a, there's already a meme out, and it's the crying Michael Jordan. And it says, Space Jam should have won an Oscar. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on into Game of News. Also, we're starting a new podcast. Uh, we're going to break down the Emoji Movie. It's a five-episode five mini-series. Mini, so, mini, <laughs> uh, we actually theory. take a minute of the movie and break it down for you, and that's on our Patreon. So be sure to <laughs> sign up for that. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually look up like they got a Patreon. I'm curious to see that. You're right. <laughs> uh, we might want to start one just in case they get tricked and they right. drop some money. Like, I know. Be like, ah, fuck. Like, I'm not gonna. Bl- that's why I got trust issues, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I liked PlayStation Plus. I liked the value I would get with it for the one-time price for a year. I would get free games for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and PlayStation Vita. Mm-hmm. And it was a value that was worth keeping as I have all those consoles. Unfortunately, Sony sent out an email this week and that will force me to reconsider if I should continue my membership beyond March 8th, 2019. 
In the email to subscribers, Sony announced that they will no longer offer PS3 and PS Vita titles in their PlayStation Plus monthly game allocation. All titles offered will be for the PlayStation 4, but no other titles for, for other, or other systems. Here's the email. Quote, after March 8, 2019, the monthly game provided the monthly games provided by, to PlayStation Plus members will no longer include PS3 and PlayStation Vita, Sony states in the email. Uh, any PS3 and PS Vita monthly games downloaded or previously added to your download list will remain playable as long as you remain a PlayStation Plus member beyond March 20 March 8 uh, blah, blah. beyond March 8, 2019. Monthly games will only include PlayStation 4 titles. All other features and benefits of the PlayStation Plus service will remain unaffected. As a PlayStation Plus member, you will continue to receive monthly games for the PlayStation 4, 3, and PS Vita for every month of your membership until March 8, 2019. Uh, so, um, Sony does note that if you wish to cancel, all you have to do is log into your account and cancel your subscription or turn off your auto-renewal. So, Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that re- that really sucks. Maybe they're running out of games for the Vita. <laughs> let's be honest. But then we know that the PS3, they're trying to sell their fucking um, streaming service for it, yeah. and they're kind of competing with themselves if they're handing out free games. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I understand it from a business sense, but it sucks. I-, I bet you someone in that boardroom was like, "Look, if we take these two consoles off, we're still basically giving what Microsoft gives." Yeah, which actually isn't true because Microsoft gives 360 games, yeah, but they, which are backwards compatible. Now, right. that's always been my issue with Sony is that they've claimed that like, oh, well, we don't do backwards compatibility because it. Well, I think the first reason was it's too hard. Yet they did sell it's too hard, guys. Yeah, because it was like it, you know, and I was like, really? Because suddenly, and then after that, and then Microsoft goes, hey, guess what, guys? Any game that's released on the Xbox Live for Xbox 360 is backwards compatible. To the Xbox One. It wasn't hard for us. Yeah, and then you have Sony like, oh, guess what? You guys can, you know, if you guys want to get on the PlayStation 4, you can uh, you can get that Max, the original Max Payne. And I was like, really? And honestly, that was, um, that that moment was when I kind of was like, fuck Sony. Because th- that was such, just caught in such a bold face lie. Like, even when they said it was too hard, I knew they were lying. Yeah. But when they were bold faced cotton and they didn't say shit, they were just like, whatever. Because when we're coming from a time when Microsoft was fucking up, and then the new dude comes in and goes, look, we fucked up. Right. We, we want to make this right. Like, they owned up to the fucking mistakes. Sony was like, nah, bro. <laughs> we <laughs> nah, still perfect, motherfucker. We, we good, we good. The fuck out but, my face. And it's, you know, so it's kind of like, I know they've been trying to do that whole Gaikai thing because, you know, they bought Gaikai and they try to do the PS Now. And even that whole thing, like, you know, oh, it's available on every Sony device ever, including our old brick phones, you know? It's like, it's <laughs> available everywhere. And then like a year later, no, it's just going to be for the PlayStation 4. You know, and it's like stupid. It's it, to me. It's like that's that's what makes doing anything Sony that's kind of kind of innovative like that 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 you can't trust them because then they're just gonna not do anything with it. Sony loves to shoot themselves in the fucking foot. Like it, it's really weird. That's they'll why have a that's solid idea. Play, yeah, that's why I don't go with PlayStation View. Yeah, because you know I'm afraid that I get into it. Cool. Then a month later, oh, you know what? We're not gonna do it anymore. They, they have solid ideas and then they just shit on them. And it makes no sense to me. 
Well, I mean, we why saw, since the Vita, since they launched the Vita, they just haven't done shit with everything that they go with, right? And it's it's been very fucking annoying. Oh, fuck Sony. <laughs> um, rolling right along, motherfucker. I always say that. Steve gets on my case. Like, why do you why do you say we're moving along when you could just move along? <laughs> I know. And instead, I go, I don't know. Instead of saying, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of don't don't talk about it, be about it. You know what right? I'm exactly. About? <laughs> anyway, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, not what your mom said. <laughs> oh my goodness! Last month, Twitch announced that it would be updating its community guidelines in order to clarify its policies on harassment, hate speech, and sexual content. This is something that we kind of touched on last podcast. We were just talking about Twitch, but I think. It wasn't this podcast. It <laughs> no, was. It was our. It's not just another podcast. Ooh, was that a a low key promotion? <laughs> I don't know. You know, you. you but you I'll take game. it. But I take <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but while they. <laughs> but, <laughs> but while they were initially set to go into effect on February 19th, Twitch decided to push this date back to March 5th in light of all of the questions it received over the new guidelines. At the time, Twitch said, quote, it's important the it's important the guidelines are clear to everyone and we need to better explain some sections. So we're pushing back enforcement to start March 5th. How is it that always makes me pause? Like we have uh, guidelines on harassment, hate speech and sexual content. Oh, I'm going to need that. explained. <laughs> then you fucking up. If, if you need that explained what those three things are and what you shouldn't be doing, you fucking up. Can you use small words in pie charts? Right. I'm sorry. I was too busy um, calling this person, this woman, a racial slur while I grabbed her ass and slapped the shit out of her. I was, I too, busy, I was, too, I was too busy masturbating to the scantily clad uh, cosplayer that was playing, uh, you know, that was playing uh, Simpsons Road Rage. But listen, <laughs> that's not against terms. And, and that, that's actually not even a bad thing. Just be quiet about it. You don't have to tell anyone. <laughs> it also said it was working. Um, on an update, updated FAQ regarding the guidelines, and today Twitch released it. The FAQ clarifies what constitutes hateful conduct and what Twitch streamers are expected to do about hateful or harassing comments in their chats. So that's an that's an interesting thing with Twitch. So Twitch is a live feed, live stream, and they the the main moderator of of a chat is the person on the video. So a lot of this is happening because they're not enforcing rules and then they get in trouble for it. So it's kind of Twitch is a weird thing like that. Um, Twitch says that it expects streamers to quote, make a good faith effort to moderate their chat end quote and suggest using tools like auto mod, a moder a moderation team or third party tools quote. So long as you are not turning a blind eye to content and co or conduct that violates the community guidelines, you should feel confident that no punitive actions will be taken on your channel, says Twitch. See, it's kind of, see, Twitch is slick with it. They're like, you know what? It's your responsibility to moderate the fucking animals that watch you. <laughs> right. And if you can't, we'll just turn you off. And it's really easy, too, because they do have third-party things that just they pick up keywords and they bump you. So you're, you're only going to notice the few that are trying to be slick and spell shit wrong. The platform also, also emphasizes that creators should do what they can to stop harassment in their community, saying, quote, Twitch should not be used to incite, encourage, promote, facilitate, or organize hateful conduct or harassment, whether 
whether on or off Twitch. We will suspend communities, organizations, and individuals that do so, end quote. It also explains how and why it would be moderating off Twitch conduct and provided an expanded description of what clothing is deemed appropriate for streamers, which is a big issue on Twitch. Um, if you go to lazygeeks.com, you can definitely find the link in the show notes to the article on Engadget. It has all the links. You can look at the FAQ and all that. And you can find the FAQ on Twitch as well. <laughs> um, Twitch, this yet again, first of all, that last bit where they said they'll, they'll, um, they'll suspend, they don't play. Twitch does not play. Like they'll just, they don't care if you're making money or whatever. They will fucking you're done if you break the rules. Yeah, I know so, I know there's been some confusion because I follow a couple of you know, there's those cosplayers that game on, on um on Twitch and one who actually does no nudity, like she's like, No, I just play. You know, she goes, She got suspended for inappropriate attire and she took a picture of her attire and it was just a tank top and she was wearing sweats. Mm-hmm. And it's like that she's like, I don't understand how I got, you know, with uh, because someone flagged it. Yeah. And it's just like it's like it's like there's got to be shit like that where you there's got to be fail safes, you know, just because somebody maybe doesn't like what you're doing or like, oh, fuck this. I don't like that, you know, because they are not showing enough for whatever. And then they flag it just to get them bumped. It's like that. That's that's fucked up. Well, the only system that these these websites have really come up with is that they get flagged they get taken off automatically and then they they plead their case but that's like so fucking time consuming yeah you know so it's i don't know man there has to be a way we need to find it (laughs) (laughs) i know because it's just it's it sucks because it's like if some guy wants to or just some person wants to be a dick and then just flags it then they that person gets it then they the the troll is like (laughs) You know, yeah. and then the person loses money because, you know, obviously if they're streaming, they're probably they're making money off of it. But is there is there repercussions for someone who are, who are making false flags? Yeah, there's also I don't think there is. Right. Yeah. So I think it's it's such a people think that this this situation is simple and it really isn't. There, there's a lot there's a lot of. There's issues that when you solve one issue, you've created three additional ones. Right. You know, so it's it's this it's this fucking pain in the ass. Like I, I understand as long as my my thing when I get pissed off at a company when it comes to this stuff is when they're not doing shit. Yeah. Like YouTube. YouTube thinks they're fucking slick. Like they'll act they, they suddenly are doing something when people when people start complaining enough. Oh yeah. That's it. Twitch, I've noticed they get up ahead of stuff. They tr- they really try to make the community as pleasant as possible for the people that are on it and i really do appreciate that i think twitch is really doing a really good job but youtube this they, they're reactionary <laughs> they they just they fucking trip out if other people trip out that's that's really all that happens so yeah, fuck you, them you, no. <laughs> you should, yeah if you guys want to check out our discussion on that you can go check out our other podcast uh it's not just another podcast we spoke about that last week yeah um because you know adam just discovered twitch and um <laughs> hey man we shining lights, yeah. bro. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, so be sure to check that out. Um, all right, so going on into comic news. When Marvel revived Black Panther in their comic universe, acclaimed writer Tanishi Coates was handled the thought handled the thought provoking relaunch. He has moved on from that comic only to return this May as part of Marvel's refresh start, as well as Continuing to write uh, for that comic this year, he will be responsible for the relaunch of Captain America. 
in an interview with the Atlantic, Coates announced that he will be relaunching the comic on the 4th of July, and why? As he will continue to write the Black Panther involving the Galactic Empire of Wakanda storyline. Acknowledging, quote, there's a lot to unpack here. Coates addressed Captain America's origins, his role as a symbol, and his depiction as a walking emblem of the greatest generation propaganda brought to life in this splintering postmodern time, splintered postmodern time. Thus, Captain America is not so much tied to America as it is, but to an America of the imagined past, he writes. In one famous scene, flattered by a treacherous general for his loyalty, Rogers grasping American flag retorts, I'm loyal to nothing, general, except the dream. I confess I'm having a conflicted history with this kind of proclamation, which is precisely why I'm so excited to take on Captain America. I have my share of strong opinions about the world, but no reason why I, I chose to practice... Uh, but one reason why I chose to practice in opinion journalism, which is to say a mix of reporting and opinion, is because understanding how those opinions fit into the perspectives of others has always been more interesting to me than repeat, repeatedly restating my own. Writing is about, quest, uh, about questions for me, not answers. And Captain America, the embodiment of that kind of Lincoln-esque optimism, poses a direct question for me. Why would you believe in the dream? What is exciting here is not some uh, deantic act of putting my words in Captain America's head, but attempting to put Captain America's words in my head. Mm. And so he will be taking on the comic book and it'll be released in July 4th, along with uh, the new Captain um, Captain Marvel. I'm excited for this one because um, I think just the way our country is socially right now, Captain America could be kind of one of those one of those comics that really get a message out right. in a clever way. Yeah. It can also be used to be a really shitty way to get a fucking <laughs> message out too, but I think that if they I think Marvel isn't stupid enough um to not realize the potential they could have with a Captain America book and I I having a fresh uh, a fresh person coming on there. Well, I, I it isn't the time to have a fucking bad guy, Captain America. That's, that's what I'm saying. You know. Yeah. Well, with this one here, um, I read it when they relaunched Black Panther. I picked up this this uh, this writer's uh, selection of books on it, and I was really impressed with just how kind of deep he made Wakanda, how kind of fleshed out, you know, kind of depicted more of the inner workings of it, the political intrigue, all of that. And I was very, very intrigued with this. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing him take on Captain America. Because Captain America, if you haven't read the comic in 50 years, you know, you're thinking of the old Star Spangled Banner waving flag Captain America. Mm -hmm. If you know post-Avengers Captain America, and I'm talking the 60s Captain America, he's a conflicted person. You know, yeah. what, what he grew up to expect, you know, or what he grew up to believe isn't the way it is now. So... You know, it, it's very much a perfect vessel of basically saying it's almost, ideology, not necessarily the country. I think a lot of it is represented very well in the in the movies, yes. the Captain America movies, where he's he's particularly he, Civil War. He is he is the embodiment of the propaganda. Yeah, the good propaganda, the the stuff you're supposed to believe is true about the American dream and all that. And then when he comes here, we're in the age of information that you can't you can't hide that anymore. Right. You know, and he's he's seeing through the through the bullshit. And I think um, I think we need Captain America back to see through this bullshit 
you know, this is too much on both sides going on. Yeah. You know, and I think they could use it as a really good political commentary, but not overdo it either. Right. You know, so we'll see. We'll see if they can they can pull it off. Um, moving along, motherfucker. I love saying it. I don't know. <laughs> DC Comics and Neil Gaiman uh, will be celebrating 30 years of the dreaming when Vertigo launches the Sandman universe in late 2018. A line of four different comics based on the writer's critically and fan acclaimed Sandman series. I'm excited about this because Sandman was dope. The imprint will include new incarnations of the dreaming, Lucifer, and Book of Magic, along with new series, the new series, The House of Whispers. It will kick off with a special Sandman universe one-shot by Gaiman, Nail Hop, Hop, Hopkinson, uh, Kate Howard, uh, C. Spurrer, and Dan, Wat, Dan Waiters. Um, feature, featured art by Bill Quist, Everly, and Jay Lee doing the cover. Uh, the four writers will, will each script one of the subsequently launched comics. None of the artists have revealed were revealed in this in this announcement. Quote: The Sandman universe is a huge sandbox with so many wonderful toys that nobody's getting to play with right now. Gaiman said, explaining why he has featured he has returned to Dream's reality once more. I started feeling guilty. I liked the idea of getting the toys played with again, reminding people how much fun this is, and also getting the opportunity to work with some fantastic writers. Down the line, there will be fantastic artists as well. So it doesn't sound like they even have artists yet, um, which is fine. For this stuff, <laughs> it's really the joy At of At first you sounded back. a little offended, then you're like, it's fine. <laughs> That's why I added this because I didn't mean to say it like that. Like I was pissed off about the flip a table. It's really the joy of looking back at the history of Vertigo. The writer continued, there's, also, there's always stuff I created in the Vertigo world that spun off and went out into the world and did really well. But the natural life cycle of these things is it came, it went away. Let's bring it all back. Let's have fun with it. So for me, the joy is just sitting with smart writers who love the material and saying, let's go play. Uh, da, 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 da. So that's really all I was going to talk about. But the, these new books look interesting. Um, Lucifer, I mean, that's that's the show is OK. I never, I think I never I, watched it. I think I watched I watched like the first season. And it starts to get old because like, it's the, the fucking TV sitcom cornball shit. Mm. You know, like um, they he's Lucifer is charming, which he should be um, British, which makes sense. I don't I don't know why, but it makes sense. It's the um, Irish in you. <laughs> yeah. You know, fucking British bastard. Um, but he also it's the charm is turned on so high all the time that he starts to get annoying. It's, if that makes any sense. Like, it's just like, okay, dude, we get it. You know, the chick is hot as shit, um, but acts flatly, in my opinion. Uh, it's okay. I don't know why I'm fucking reviewing I think, the TV show. Uh, I think last season, yeah, I think it was last season, uh, the chick that played six on BSG came on as Lucifer's mother. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. It was all right. It's, it's not a bad show. And take it with a grain of salt. I don't watch much TV. So it takes a lot for a TV show to get my attention. You know, and the stuff that does get my attention is usually weird as shit. You know, like it's usually stuff that no one's watching. Orville, Star Trek. Uh, people watching that, homie. Okay. <laughs> That's different. But uh, right. or I'll, I'm watching TV shows on fucking YouTube 
and shit. Yeah. You know, Geek and Sundry got a couple shows I watch. But um yeah, but anyway, so I just wanted to to uh point that out. They definitely have um I like how DC2 So the main thing is all these books will say the Sandman universe on the top because they're not part of the DC universe. Um and it still says Vertigo too. So that's kind of cool even though it's a DC book. DC owns Vertigo, motherfucker. Thought you knew. So that's it. That's all I want to say. All right. All right. So moving on into technology news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if that wasn't a proper way to flow into your story there, Chief. Gave me no segue, nothing. Fucking. I did. I said, there you go. Let's go. at <laughs> <laughs> t has changed the cost of its single line unlimited pl- data plans on Thursday by raising some and lowering others, uh, according to Ars Technica. The company's unlimited choice plan is going up from $65 to, uh, oh, has gone up to $65 from $60, but the unlimited plan enhanced is dropping to $80 from $90. Family plans, uh, prices went up $5. Both plans have existed for nearly a year now, and the, the pricing adjustment comes with some changes to the service. Ars reports that the cheaper unlimited choice enhanced plan used to limit internet speed to three megabits uh, and video to 1.5 megabits. Now it's three, the three megabit limit doesn't exist. Although the, these customers will get slower speeds. If the network is congested, the limit still exists. If customers stay on their original unlimited choice plan, however, unlimited plus enhanced customers can experience slower speeds. If they use 22 gigabytes in a month, the plan also now allows 15 gigs of mobile hotspot usage until a until a tethering speed limit of 12 kb kilobytes per second is enacted i know you go from like 3g to like fucking dial up that's not even dial up bro like (laughs) yeah that was 28 wasn't it 28 for like we started with 28k and then i think it went to like 56k was the (laughs) the last dial up right jesus um uh, these plans are complicated, as many phone plans are. So be sure, make sure you're clear about activation fees and taxes when you sign up. Jesus, man, it's, it's like 15 gigs, and then some. And 15 gigs could go like that, you know? It's like, you know. I don't know, like I don't, and and I'll be watching Netflix and all that shit, and I don't. I usually don't go over 10. Yeah, most, to be honest. most people. I don't know what people don't. Are doing with their fucking. Phones. I mean, most people don't. I I don't understand how some people can use all that if they don't have internet they could be one of those people that don't have internet yeah that's true and they're like going i got they're fucking unlimited. hot they're um hot spot and everything first of all i don't know how people do that either because i don't care what phone i've used it on hot spotting batteries draining and oh, it, yeah. it could even be plugged in yeah and now it's just draining slower <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> like it takes up a lot of fucking power to do that shit so i'm gonna read this real quick because I thought it was dope as fuck, motherfucker. <laughs> I was telling uh, I was telling Steve that for the technology bit, he never responded to me either because he's a piece of shit. Because I fell but, asleep. Uh, <laughs> the technology side, he always has this like business end story. It's very serious, you know, very important. I'm not I'm not undermining it. Mm-hmm. But then I'll just have some fucking techie thing, like some some fucking gadget. But today I have a car which is also something I do a lot. And I don't even fucking like cars. 
It seems that a range-extended Mazda electric car with a rotary engine is for real and coming sooner than expected. An automotive news outlet from the Netherlands called Auto RAI spoke with Mazda's European vice president for sales and customer service. He told the outlet that Mazda has an electric car coming in 2019 and it will be available with a rotary engine as a generator. Among the details about this car and its powertrain, he said it would be similar in size to the Mazda 3 and it might even be a crossover. It will also be based on Mazda's upcoming modular small car platform. The the rotary engine will only generate electricity and will only have one rotor. That's weird. Um, Not only that, it will be mounted horizontally. Uh, This (laughs) sounds like a Saturday night kind of car. (laughs) This is particularly unusual as every rotary Mazda has had the engine mounted upright. Well, times are changing, (laughs) baby. We've reached out to Mazda representatives. And some have been mounted reverse cowgirl. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Those ones go really fast, but they they don't last as long. So. Um, we've reached out to Mazda. This is in, from Engadget, by the way. We've reached out to Mazda representatives in the U.S. and Europe. An American representative couldn't comment on what type of range extender option uh, options may be coming in the future. We say this specifically because Mazda has confirmed previously that an EV with an available range extender is coming in 2019. We have not heard back from a European representative at the time. So there ain't no one telling Engadget shit. Right. It's basically what they're saying. Despite this, a return of the rotary as a range extender looks probable. Um, Besides the dates fitting with Mazda's electric plans, there are other tidbits from the past that support the idea. Mazda has been experimenting with the idea for years and even created a functional Mazda 2 EV with a rotary range extender. The company has also filed patents in the U.S. for the setup as recently as last year, and there have been other recent rumors. So... I also want to point out, and I don't even think this car has anything to do with the article. I don't usually geek out about cars. I'm not the type of guy that goes, ooh, that car is fucking sexy. But this car, though, the Mazda RX Vision looks like (laughs) someone formed sex and put a steering wheel on it. Like, (laughs) this fucking thing is gorgeous looking. If I saw this in the street, I would be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um... But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about electric car news in general because I, I really do think we should be moving towards that in a bit of viable way, though. We shouldn't be like, here, drive this goofy looking fucking car. Right. You know, no, we should be moving in the way of uh, like I like what Elon Musk did with with um, with Tesla. But Tesla's obviously a higher end, you know, and that's fine. You have that. Let the rich people have their fun for now. But now we need to start moving into the cheaper space. And I think um, the only one who's really been doing a great job, and it's not even that great of a car, is the Nissan with the Nissan Leaf. I see Nissan Leafs everywhere. I don't know about you in L.A., but I see Nissan Leafs fucking everywhere. Not around here. In Arizona, they're everywhere, which is weird because one of the things I don't like about the Nissan Leaf is the um, – so the Tesla, the batteries are water-cooled. They sit in a pan of water. Um, they are not cooled. And leaf. So your battery is going to go real quick because car batteries go quick here anyway because of the heat. Mm. You know, so um, I don't know how they figured that out. But and I also I want to see some fucking electric cars that could actually hold more than three people. That'd be nice. <laughs> I mean, Tesla's got that sexy fucking go winged fucking SUV, bro. And I saw one the other day. We see a lot of Teslas here, too. I saw one the other day 
fucking um, at the gas station, ironically, and because um, there was a EV charger there too, mm-hmm. and I about pissed myself. I look over, I go, "Is that that new?" And I didn't even get the sentence out in both doors. I was like, "The fuck!" <laughs> I literally passed the fuck out. <laughs> Where you look like you got shot. You're like, oh fuck! Got one arm up. But no, it, it's sexy ass vehicles. I, I I don't know. I love electric cars. And I remember that I wasn't a proponent for them at first. I was a proponent for hydrogen cars. Oh, right, right. I remember that. I was like, no, I think hydrogen's a better choice. But then I'm like, and then fucking Tesla changed the game by making shit that actually lasted longer than 20 miles or something like that. And I was like, okay, well, it makes more sense now. You know, but let's get it moving. I'm getting tired of waiting. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm middle class now, motherfucker. Yeah, I might, I might buy an electric whip. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of the headlines. Mm. So um, this week's main topic is a little bit out of our wheelhouse for this show anyway. Um, but it actually also kind kind of fits in there too in, in another in another facet. So, to give this particular st- story some context, we need to dip back a little bit. Um, so, China, the other China. Texas. Um, oh God! And uh, because they run by their own rules and they do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, recently. Uh, the president of China, uh, President Xi, uh, Xi Jinping, he has proposed, and his uh, party central central committee has proposed uh, changing their constitution. And the reason they want to change their constitution is to rem- remove a term limit for their presidents. Basically, their their constitution states that uh, that uh, two leaders would serve no more than two consecutive terms now they have proposed removing the two term uh, limit thus allow because right now there and their limits the the current limit of the president and vice president is 10 years mm-hmm. it's longer than ours so they want to basically take it away so then they can just keep running forever. Um, this kind of change, they said, has, um, has been, um, hasn't been seen since Chairman Mao. <laughs> and, and we all, if, if you don't know who, Cher- who Mao is, read a book. Will it right. kill you? Would it kill you? Just Would it kill you to give a fuck at once? for once? Exactly. Um, so since that, uh, since I don't know why we got so fucking heavy handed, just <laughs> it's like, can you stop being a worthless piece of shit? Can you stop being a drain on humanity and actually right. give a fuck? You know, put down Snapchat. You know, put down Instagram. Yeah. Put your PS4 stop controller. fucking with your fucking filters and start getting woke. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's the context now. Our topic this um, our topic goes off of this article from um, I believe I pulled this from uh, The Verge because once you once you put it once you bring a you you and, and we see this here every day once a, a, an official says something or something like that social media breaks out 
So things are a little different in China, not like they are here, uh, but it can be very close. Can be <laughs> uh, negative social media reaction to China toward the government in- government's interest in abolish abolishing presidential term limits have sparked a crackdown on memes since sun- last Sunday evening. China's constitution currently restricts the president and vice president to ten years of leadership, meaning that President Xi. Jinping would be out of power by 2023. So the party's central government proposed removing the phrase in the constitution that states the two leaders would quote unquote serve no more than two consecutive terms according to the state run uh, Zinao News Agency. Authority, um, authorities will vote on the proposal in March. Many took to social media platforms like WeChat and Weibo, the Winnie the Pooh memes, as the animated bear resembles President Xi Jinping <laughs> to some degree. Uh, Winnie the Pooh has been associated with Z for years, and this week he donned a crown and sat on a throne enjoying his honeypot. These memes and social media posts ha- were taken down hours after the committee's announcement, signaling that the public's reaction was more unfavorable, unfavorable than authorities predicted. He doesn't even look anything like it's so fucked up. It's like they just picked a random dude and was like, Yeah, that could've, works. Yeah, it could have been Eeyore. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. Uh, quote Our emperor has received the uh, manti of heaven, so he um so we have to kneel and accept one user wrote on Weibo, according to What's on Weibo, a new site that focuses on on China's social media. Another website free Weibo.com shows that the platform looks like uns- um, that the perform looks like uncensored. One of the posts that was censored was Weibo's parent company, Sina, said in a comment we've translated, quote, amendments to the Constitution are usually supposed to promote people's freedom and limit public power. An amendment that proposes to do the exact opposite is so unheard of, I didn't expect to encounter it at all. The, the poster then went on to say... Uh, sarcastically what a great era we live in god it almost sounds like twitter here uh (laughs) (laughs) some pointed out the similarity to north korea we are following the example of our neighbor one said as um as spotted on weibo by reuters in a post that was removed swiftly on sunday the kim family was ruled has ruled china um china's neighbor since 1940s an assortment of phrases have been filtered out by new censors, including constitutional amendment, reelected, proclaim one oneself as emperor, and two term limits. The lag time between the censorship and the initial proposal indicates authorities expect to uh, the public to react less critically. So, now one of the things that that I reason why I brought this was one, you know it. This is something we can kind of see happening. And the thing that's it's 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 starting in China. We know that Putin wants to get rid of that term limit. Putin. Um, Putin wants. Yeah. To. Notice how the only people who want to get rid of the term limit are those in power. Yeah. And our great illustrious president. <laughs> illustrious. Our emperor. Yeah. Emperor Trump. <laughs> uh, quote. He now he's now president for life. Uh, president for life president for life and he's great trump said according to the audio excerpt of trump's remarks at a closed door fundraiser in florida aired by cnn quote and look he's he was able to do that i think that i think it's great maybe we'll have to get give that a shot someday 
uh, you know the sad thing that he doesn't realize hmm. is that abolishing term limits doesn't mean people don't vote. Yeah, but it's less likely that they're going to, you know. Yeah, people are just going to be business as usual. Yeah, and, you know, we've seen the power and the money of the incumbent. You know, it's like, you know, the 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 other side, you know. It, it's, it is always funny when you see it by power. And the, the thing is, is that one of, what was it, that, consp- that, that conspiracy website that I, that uh, or that conspiracy podcast that we listened to, remember they called Trump a patriot? That he was going to, you know, basically uh, reassert America as an authority yeah. and all of that, how he, everybody was against him. If he does away with term limits, it's like, He's not a patriot. <laughs> He's turning himself into an emperor. And the thing that we that I I touched on, I, the reason why I touched on is because China has is a communist country, but has been so far leaning to the democratic side because they want to do business outside because they realize they can't have a complete isolated infrastructure. There, it is a global community. They need to trade and and you know all that stuff and and finances worldwide now they have to be part of it right so you know now they also have control over social media now here we have a situation like we have what is it net neutrality ending in like a a month and a half so then you're going to have the other you're going to have you know you have um pi who is basically beholden to the you know, uh, telco companies and all the broadband people that he could pretty much do whatever they want. So my thing is, is like, okay, if people don't think we, it can happen here, what happens if the president decides, because we know he does shit for favors. We know this, you know, why else do you, don't you think he won't release his tax returns? And (laughs) if he's, he still hasn't put them out, mm, huh? No. Motherfucker. Yeah. None it was of that birth certificate. I mean, tax It's like every president's got a document they need to fucking produce. <laughs> right. Fuck, man. And, and it's like. But let, let the government need a document from me. Oh, fuck yeah. I dude. got a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I sent this letter two hours ago. It was due three hours ago. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> That's how the government works. But my thing is, is that, okay, so let's say they go, okay, I'll give the telco companies this, but you got to give me this. And then suddenly, you know, okay, well, maybe now yeah, the government funny. has control of the internet. Yeah, you know, we've seen that in earmarks. We see, earmarks, yeah, earmarks. we see that in in Egypt when they started having, you know, riot revolutions there. They shut down the internet. Yeah, you know, they're like, fuck this. Somebody unplugged the router and left it alone for you know a couple of days, and it's, it sounds like Egypt has one router <laughs> to have like all the Wi-Fi service. But it's it's that kind of thing. Like, this is scary. And the thing is, is that if it was any other president that was in there, they American president would assert themselves saying, hey, that's not a good idea. You get rid of that, that you're setting yourself up for life. They're going to do that. But Trump ain't going to do shit. Because every great American president has said term limits is important. Like, so many of them have said it. Yeah. Because it, because it reduces the ability of legacy. And what did I tell what did I tell you when you told me about this? I was like, well, I'm gonna take Teddy Roosevelt's fucking <laughs> advice over Trump's. Exactly. 
because they wanted it. Was it Roosevelt? They wanted to vote him in for he he did Roosevelt did three terms because everybody loved him, and then they wanted to vote him a fourth. He said, "No, this is too much." Like no no man. I think he there's a famous quote like, "No man should be have this much power for so long." Prior to Franklin Roosevelt, there was no like term limit in the. Um, was it Franklin Roosevelt? It's not Teddy Roosevelt. It's Franklin. Teddy Roosevelt, Roosevelt I think, ran for two, declined to run for three, but then ran as an outside candidate, uh, for a third-party candidate. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I was just bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> but Franklin ro- went for four, but he died during his fourth term in office. Right. And then after that, Congress enacted a two-year, a two-term limit, because before that, it was considered, uh, because I think uh, Washington did two terms and said, that's it, you know, it should move. And everybody kind of acknowledged that that was, yeah, okay. You know, they accepted that as a, a precedent, but Roosevelt did it because the war, they were still at war and he still had pretty good favorables and, and figured changing course at this time, you know, would, would have been a bad thing. Well, and that's true today because, um, traditionally if someone, if the current president can can run for another term and we're in a war people usually won't vote for a new person that's always been kind of the way it goes yeah and you'll notice that all of a sudden little conflicts start popping up around election season <laughs> this fucking <laughs> makes but, me sick sometimes when you really think about it yeah but now you know now there's term limits so like with we had to be out at the second term obama yeah. you know second term so usually for most people this is this last election they're ever going to run for because you're never going to see a, a president go i'm going to run for mayor <laughs> yeah. yeah that's kind of a downgrade <laughs> although no, that'd be think... kind of funny though is to see like obama go you know i'm kind of bored i'm going to run for mayor of this town and change this he shit technically, up technically he legally could yeah he legally can but he, he should dude <laughs> governor of something and just it becomes its own little country um no i think um well one tr- um you know, this isn't the usual podcast where we discuss political uh, opinions, but I, I um, Trump's an idiot. I'm not <laughs> saying this. I'm not saying I support or don't support him as a president. Just when he opens his mouth, he sounds like a moron. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. You take that any way you want to take it. <laughs> but but to be the standing United States president. And say like, oh yeah, that's cool. He's president for life. Din, din, din. It's called a king, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and then you know. you know, and because when you get to that point, I mean, there, you know, pretty much almost every country now that's democratic in some ways has term limits. But if you notice, the ones that are a little shady are the ones that are trying to go for not the only one that isn't shady that I can think of. That has term limits, but not – they also have a monarchy is is England. Yeah. But their monarchy is more of a figurehead. Yeah. The only reason they have any power is because the royal family owns like 40 percent of the fucking land uh, for shipping. Right. I was reading a whole article on that. And most of the people and most – and all the biz- state of business goes through the prime minister. Exactly. But a lot of times they do have to kind of you know interact with the monarchy just what to kind of – What do they call it? Like we're a constitutional republic. They're a um. Oh, let me. I'm gonna look it up. It's gonna bug me. Keep talking. But another thing too is because when you have a government like that that goes back, because once you take that step off of like, okay, well, we're no longer gonna be term um, cons, uh, 
constrained to term two term limits, that becomes a slippery slope. And what happens is that, okay, we made that change. Now what else can we do? And the thing is, is that a lot of people in China want more freedom. They want more freedom of information because they know there's a world out there and they kind of want to see what it's like. I mean, shit, our podcast is downloaded in China. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me yeah. why. <laughs> Listen, more power to them. Yeah. Okay. You know, they but, just want a taste of America and they're really getting it from us. <laughs> We're those dudes standing in a hurricane with a shotgun and the flag and um, like a, a, a star, a star spangled banner. Uh, dude, speedo. remember that fucking gif? Yeah. Where the dude is shirtless yeah. in like jean shorts. Right. And he's got long ass hair and he's just fucking whipping it. And he's like in the middle of a hurricane. I'm like, he's, That's he's got like a, he's got the a flag up and he's like. <laughs> as white trash as that looked. That's fucking America. Like, you know what? I don't care how bad it looks. Fuck you. I'm going to stand in the street. Um, no, and you actually remind me by saying um, that someone in China – I I have no issue with Chinese culture, the Chinese people. And I think that, that you always have to separate that oh, yeah. when you talk about another another country. If I'm talking bad about – I don't think that, that president should be president for life. You know, but, but what do you – I mean – I don't even fuck Chinese people are dope. That food is delicious. Don't 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 get don't get it <laughs> twisted. And you can't really I was I had a conversation with somebody not recently but uh, a couple of years back at work and he was like fucking China's piece of shit country and he's like yada 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 and I'm like you know what dude the current China might have some political issues right but you're bad mouthing one of the most ancient and revered cultures on the planet. You cannot bad mouth their art and their literature, badmouth their government. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> be specific of what right. you're talking about. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and that that's really the big thing is, and, you, and you're also, you know, the stri- slippery slope is because once you make changes to that, you can make changes to anything else. So yeah. then that's where freedom of speech comes into play. You know, they're going to start, you know, they res- they restrict the shit on the, on the internet. So it's now suddenly you can't talk about, oh, two term limits. You can't voice your protests on there and or your disagreements and it's like suddenly it's like no because that's what happens when you have a king for life exactly so that was one of the things that i kind of wanted to bring up was because it's one of those stories because everything is so filtered by you know oh trump blew his nose with a red flag or with a red rag what does that mean you know you know we're gonna have our panel discuss that it's like you know no there's other things that go on in the world and most mainstream news organizations don't do anything about it because it doesn't give them ratings. So, well, that gives them ratings, but stuff that goes on outside of it. And on one of, on the other podcast that I talk about, um, uh, uh, what was it? Um, Poland getting rid of acknowledging that they did anything evil during the Second World War to help the Nazis. You know, revisionist history. It's stuff like that. That that's scary. You know, and and here you have this, which, you know, if China goes, it's only a matter of time before Russia does. And then, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's scary here, like it could, but you'd have to get Congress to vote on it, and Congress don't do shit, you know. But it's still it's still in the realm of possibility. Think about it. Think of think of a parallel world that already has that. I think of a parallel Trump, world. Trump is president for life. Uh, Trump shouldn't be president now. 
I actually had. You should a be president of a PTA. Do you know who I was <laughs> talking to about Trump's presidency? Mm. My son, Ooh. my twelve-year-old son. And this is one thing that annoys me about current politics and media. Is my twelve-year-old son? I thought you were going to not... say, you know what annoys me about my twelve-year-old son? <laughs> no, my twelve-year-old son should not. This he shouldn't even be in his wheel space. He shouldn't have to worry about this. Right. But he does because he's browbeaten with it. And he's like – he's obviously he's young. So the the outcry of the young is Trump's piece of shit. OK. Right. So um, we passed a uh, – the tabloids, you know, mm-hmm. trash papers. And he goes, are these true? I said, no. And he goes, well, why do people read things that aren't true? And I'm like, because people like sensational things. Mm-hmm. They like when things are – simple answers aren't good enough. you know. And there's people in this line listening to us. You know, and um, I don't give a fuck because I'm me. I'm Adam Riley. I introduced myself in the beginning of this podcast. So um, I'm I'm talking to him and he's like, well, um, this one's talking about or this one has Trump on the front of it. And it but it was like people or so. I don't know. It was one of the legit magazines. He go, um, he's like, I wonder if that's true. And I go, who knows, man? And he goes, uh. He goes, is Trump qualified to be president? And I go, no. <laughs> and a few people look at me and he's like, what do you mean? I said, it's just it's just a statement of fact. He is not qualified to be the president of the United States. He is the president of the United States because anyone can run to be the president of the United States. Right. But he it's it, it, we've already seen in the news that he has no clue what he's doing at all. And other the Republican Party is running the, the government. And he goes, so should Trump be the president? I go, no. He goes, then why Why is he? And I'm like, because a large amount of people in this country don't know their ass from their fucking elbow. <laughs> and person in front of me was like, huh. person behind <laughs> me was like, huh. yeah. so you could tell who was who right. in that fucking situation. I'll, I'll speak the truth. you know. But we could talk about that more on our Patreon. You understand? You can hit us <laughs> up. <laughs> no, we, we talk about shit. Like, we keep it real over at the other... Um, it's not just, uh, it's it's not not just another this, podcast. Yeah, that's how it goes. I always <laughs> want to say it a different way. Yeah. Well, we keep it real over there. I'm not going to keep it too real here because we try to keep it light. But um, yeah, it, I mean this is a cl- – like the whole China thing, that's that's worrisome and I'm, I'm definitely going to be uh, – it's not really worrisome for us. But I'm going to de- definitely be keeping an eye on it you know, and seeing, seeing what happens in March. I think it said uh, – is it March or May? It was Ar- March. So it's this month. So they're going to come to a decision on that. Um, and who knows? I mean, it's a, it's a communist run government. So I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't put it past them to right. say, yeah. Um, but all, when it comes to the Trump side of it, I mean, my final word on that is that I, business as usual. He always says stupid <laughs> shit. Right. You know, the motherfucker doesn't think before he speaks. Mm-hmm. I, I have six kids. They my five year old thinks for more than before she speaks than he does. You know, it's it's one of those people that you shouldn't give the mic to, right. but he has the ultimate mic, and you can't take it away from him. It's like so, that, it's like that dude. You know, we all have that dude in in in, in our group of friends that when somebody goes, "Well, what do you think?" and you're just like, "Oh," because you know that one dude is gonna say something, right? Most likely gonna be probably something racist. So all right, so on that, we jump over to what the actual fuck. Even though our main topic should have been that. <laughs> I feel like I one thing I wanted to say, I feel like we should have intro music for what the actual fuck. I don't know why, but it always feels weird that we don't. 
I feel just a little something, like a couple, a couple notes. You know what I mean? Like that, 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 or something like or that. Or just somebody, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, or just have that, uh, what was it, that the soundbite I had last week? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> something in there. Yeah, I'll look, I'll look, in, I'll look into that. Make it happen. So um, <laughs> mine comes from, uh, obviously, the Huffington Post. I think Huffington Post. Uh, let me double check. Actually, I think it might come from. I'm clicking on the wrong fucking articles. Uh, oh, mine, mine came from Ars Technica. There you go. All right. So after a night of drinking, Kenny Bachman called an Uber to take him home in the New Jersey suburbs of Philadelphia. There's just one problem. He wasn't in the Philadelphia area. He was in Morgantown, West Virginia, more than 300 miles away from home. The cost of the ride? $1,635.93. Quote, I just woke up, Bachman told NJ.com, and I'm thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, what the fuck am I doing in the car next to some random ass dude I don't even know? Bachman said that by the time he realized what was happening, it was already a couple of hours into the five-hour trip and decided to complete the trip rather than asking the driver to turn around. According to NJ.com, price surging was in effect, almost doubling the fare. Bachman made things even worse by accidentally ordering an upscale Uber XL instead of a conventional Uber. Bachman complained to Uber, but Uber insisted that the driver had taken him to the destination he'd requested. Bachman ultimately paid the fare. Once the ride ended and I saw how much it was, I was like, all right, this is insane. This is That's just crazy, Bachman said. He says he gave the driver five stars and even gave the driver cash to cover the cost of the tolls on the way home. My- um. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you know, you can't sit there and say, like, I'm not paying for this. It's like you entered in the address. It saves it in hey, there. Hey, but real talk, you know this Uber dude was playing this motherfucker. Like, he's like, look, I ain't got nothing to do. Well, fuck yeah. it. I mean, a lot of them are going to go fuck it because they, you know, they get a piece of the fare. So it's like, fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs> but, you know, you order it up front and you've got to confirm before you because I, I use Lyft and stuff like that. So, you know. And the, and he maybe he thought, oh, I don't know, maybe this motherfucker really wants to. <laughs> I mean, that's expensive, though. Oh, I mean, it's like, you know, you call in and go like. Hey man, I mean, it's not like you know, it's not like you you accidentally butt dial Taiwan or something like that, and you're trying to <laughs> you know get out of that call. It's or... not even that far too, because like 300 miles to to drive from my house in Arizona to Steve's house, it's about 427 miles, give or take. Right. Um, it costs forty dollars to get there by bus. It costs a hundred. 150 to 250 dollars by plane and that's like not even an hour like 50 minutes on plane <laughs> it takes me longer to get through the fucking security line than it does to get <laughs> on the plane by the and time you get comfortable fuck- on the plane you're landing that's what he gets dude you know what i don't want to see people go out and they get that fucking wasted right you know what i mean like if you're gonna do that just buy some fucking beer at the store have the homies over Kick it. I mean, that's how we used to do it back in the day. Yeah, I mean, you're in New Jersey, or yeah, you're you're from New Jersey, and you're in West Virginia, and you're like, nah, dude, I got, I'll, I'll just get an Uber. 
It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Come on. But how? But that's another thing, though, is you're in another state, <laughs> and you you are responsible to get yourself home <laughs> to a different state, and you are that fucked up. <laughs> I mean, like, can, can you fuck, can dude? you imagine this? Like, oh, it ain't that far. He didn't pay. He looked at a map and he's like, it's he only this did. far. It's yeah. only this far. Tap my pink finger. He didn't pay $1,635.93 to Uber. He paid that to himself. Right. <laughs> to, to prove a fucking point. His conscience is like, you fucked up and this is the cost. Exactly. Step your fucking game up. So I have a love-hate relationship with Alex Jones. I, I hate the guy, but I love to read about his silly shit. And then I hate the fact that people believe it. Oh, yeah. It's like a back and in be- forth. In between the times he's trying to sell you his shit. Oh, he's like, oh, they're all liars. They're all crooks. And by the way, please order all – get the fuck away from me, you snake oil piece of shit. <laughs> Alex Jones has piled on um, to a far-right conspiracy theory that out-of-state voters were bust in to steal Alabama's special Senate election for Democrat Doug Jones, who beat Republican Roy Moore uh, earlier this week. Earlier this week. See, let me check the... Oh, this is old as fuck. <laughs> Whatever. It was on the front page. Whatever. Um, we haven't talked about it. So just as a refresher, Roy Moore um, was that super racist fucking dude <laughs> running. Um, I forget some of the stuff he did, but he was just super obviously racist, like Ku Klux Klan type shit. And um, he got voted out barely to Alabama. Get your shit together. Um, he got voted out barely in the Democratic uh, candidate one. Um, the conspiracy loving radio host uh, said Wednesday that the dearly departed cast ballots as well, that's a real thing. I've seen that a couple in some cases, but I don't know if it was with this one. Operatives, quote, had the dead people vote and had the folks bust in those Democrat areas and they stole the election. When my research shows Roy Moore probably would have won by six, seven points, end quote, Jones, <laughs> stop it. Uh, Jones, who once claimed that many Ku Klux Klan demonstrators are really just Jewish actors, mm-hmm. wasn't finished. They're too tall for that. Jewish people are smaller people. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to sound racist myself. I'm just saying. Like, I've seen the hoods get pulled off. They, those aren't Jewish people. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> you, could, you, you could tell the difference. Um, operatives. Oh, no, I already read that. It really is biblical. What we're witnessing and the dirty tricks of the Clintons. I don't know why the Clintons are still being blamed for shit. They ain't doing nothing. And the dirty tricks of their systems. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Alex. In this country reaching down through into daily life. They they come after you when you fight. They run intelligence operations. They destroy families. They pay people off. End quote. As for the idea that Alabama's election turned on massive voter fraud – uh, John Rogers, co-creator of the show Leverage, um, com- completely ran over that theory <laughs> in a series of tweets Wednesday uh, last year. Uh, he illustrated the logistical impossibility of secretly transporting tens of thousands of people in hundreds of large vehicles to polling booths in a, in a state with strict voter ID laws. Not to mention that Alabama has a Republican secretary of state who's made it his life's work to hunt down voter fraud and was a vocal supporter of Moore, Rogers said. 
John Jones's uh, dead people hypothesis doesn't have any life either. Happy <laughs> to post. <laughs> After Donald Trump claims that voters uh, were being cast in the name of the deceased in the 2016 presidential campaign, factcheck.org reported that such trickery is virtually non-existent. I think it happened at one time in, at like a mayor level in this small town, and now it's, it gets thrown everywhere. But you can only do it in like a small thing. You can't, you can't do that math. They, they check the fucking names. Like you can't – like Abraham Lincoln voted for who? You know, it's like what? <laughs> Um, so I, I do, I, I apologize. I didn't notice the date, but it was Barry, the, it, Barry Allen's not a real person. Right. <laughs> it was on the front page of the fucking, uh, weird news in the Huffington Post. They, they need to get their shit together. Um, but, uh, that was a cool one that we hadn't talked about before. Um, um yeah. Just on, uh, uh, just saw on Twitter right now. Fucking like a week out of the hospital. Just spent the last two hours recording a glorious nude episode of Smodcast with the one and only Scott Mosier. Now watching the Academy Awards with Jen Schwabach. Very happy I won't be included in this year's memoriam, Nantosh. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Smith, dude. I was like, he's been out a week and he's doing a podcast. It's like, dude. Also, uh, I did. It's constitutional monarchy. Ah. England is a constitutional monarchy. Which... They're basically us with a queen. Right. Really the only difference. So um that's it, guys. Sorry, I'm scratching my nose. It's all I can do. I can't even emotional. <laughs> that's it. Um go ahead and rate the show and all the other shows on iTunes, wherever you get this show from, because we're on multiple shit because we're the shit. <laughs> If you're new to the show, you can find all the old episodes on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Google Play Music, and of course on thelazygeeks.com directly. Uh, social media, of course, we're there. Twitter and Instagram, both under the name The Lazy Geeks, all one word. Um, don't forget to follow our Facebook and Google Plus pages. We want some feedback. Definitely send it. Uh, if you don't want to use all those other options, you can send us an email, thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. And you can find me on the internet. Oh, shit. <laughs> on Twitter, at a middle-aged geek. Instagram, middle-aged underscore geek. And you can also check out our other podcasts. Adam and I have It's Not Just Another Podcast, the weekly podcast that discuss news, uh, politics, social media, and other nonsensical topics, as well as the Extended Play Movie Podcast, a podcast for true cinephiles that I do with uh, Patrick Chen. And uh, this week's movie is the last of the Oscar um, Best Picture movies, and it is Spotlight. 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 I haven't seen that. Good movie. Good movie. I thought you'd see it. I mean, it's Boston. <laughs> so what? So I think everybody does a pretty good Boston accent in there. Uh, I mean, and it, it's kind of Michael fucking Keaton, dude. I don't. I, what is it? I don't even know what it's about. It's about the whole Catholic Church kid thing. Oh yeah, no, I missed that one. I haven't yeah. seen it. It's on Netflix because it's depre- Sometimes I don't want to watch depressing shit. Like that's why I haven't seen the Dun Dunkirk movie or whatever. It's not depressing, like, bruh. It's not depressing. You it you, you don't fucking depressing. You don't have a whole lot of time to feel depressed. You're pretty much anxiety ridden the entire time. This <laughs> <laughs> is. I have to be in the mood for certain things. Like <laughs> I can always watch something funny. Or like pulp action. 
You know, I can always watch that shit. But if it's that real shit, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, that's not, and it's not just like tragedy movies. It's uh, it took me a, little, a while to watch um, the founder. Speaking of Michael Keaton, hmm. it took me a while to watch that movie too because it's just, it's a story about fucking McDonald's. Like, what? I mean, I can read that faster than I can watch it. <laughs> you know, so but but luckily I, I didn't hold true to that because that movie was dope. Yeah, and uh, so. You can check that out this um, this Wednesday. Uh, you can, there are, you can you subscribe to both shows on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. And if that's too much for you, because you're that fucking lazy in life, Whoa. you know, just go head over to the blog. It's not just another blog I'm offended that I have to watch every Boston themed movie. Oh come on, you know I'm I mean, gonna make you watch every movie that was in California. You'll be sitting there for the rest of your fucking I life. Already watch everything that's in California because even every movies that every, every movie that wasn't even made in California is always shot in exactly. California somewhere. <laughs> this is in Italy. No, it's not. It's like no, stop it. No, that's on Sherman Way. Right. <laughs> that look, look, I, I, I bought smokes at the Seven Eleven across the street from there. Stop <laughs> fucking around. Well, it was um, like I was watching Alpha Dog, and they're supposed to be in Palm Springs, and they're at this uh, West End liquor. I'm like. What the fuck? That's like half a mile from my house. They couldn't afford Palm Springs, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. They stay in the valley. For they that well shit. lit that street because I was like, "There's not <laughs> that much light there." And then I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like half you a mile some, away from that. Some people sweeping it up real quick before they. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of interesting how like how clean the sidewalk was. I'm like, somebody pressure washed this thing because <laughs> right because it never looks like that and never did I know, again. I think I know what you're talking about too when I was out there. <laughs> Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at SapienTLG. Uh, you can also email me at Adam at TheLazyGeeks.com. Pretty much I only stay on Twitter and Reddit. Those are the only two places I'm ever at. Hmm. So I was using – I use Twitter a lot and I use um, – what was the other one I use, Steve? What was the, what, What's the other social media network I use? I don't think you do. Uh, no, Twitter and Reddit. Oh, I guess Imager, but you know. <laughs> that's not really social media. <laughs> yeah. My friend keeps that's what you it. that's what you pull to social media. <laughs> I have some I have some friends that do not use Facebook. They don't use Twitter. And they're they're a little younger than me, you know, which kind of, I was like I not I'm not saying you're doing it wrong, but why? And they're like, I they, I just don't give a fuck. You know? He's like, if I want if I'm if I care about somebody, I'm gonna text him all the time. I'm not gonna be I'm like, Yeah, you're right. Um I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send them emojis. <laughs> That's right. So I, so they're, they're these two wackos. I have to use Allo because they don't have Facebook Messenger. And I was like, I have to use Allo. And they're like, Yeah, Allo's dope. And Allo is dope. I mean, it's one of four fucking Google made chat programs. They really need to consolidate that. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, it works. And then um, they're like, Oh, but you're mad because it ain't Facebook. I'm like, Listen, I don't like Facebook Messenger. I use it because everyone else uses it. And like, oh, so you're a follower? I said, no, I want to be able to talk to people. <laughs> I want to have to have seven different apps just to talk to eight different people. I said, I said how many people you talk to on Allo? Be real. It's like, uh, including you, my brother and you. Come on. <laughs> you fucking up. Right. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> I only use this, this chat program just for these two clowns. <laughs> and I have, the, I have Messenger for everybody else. Oh, man. Um, be sure to tune in on Friday for our, la- our latest adventures on the away team. 
we've got this week's episode is um uh what what the hell is this week's episode? The uh oh Instance of Command. Yeah. And uh one of Adam's favorite episodes. So Well, it's got one of my favorite scenes. Like the episode's <laughs> not one of my favorite episodes. It's just got a good scene. Data whipping it. it out shouldn't really be considered a, <laughs> a favorite scene. Data though tripped me out when he <laughs> <laughs> so he lands on the planet and two dudes pass by and then data comes out from behind the <laughs> the thing and he looks at them and then quickly turns around like you got some motherfuckers with you <laughs> i was laughing dude yeah oh i was gonna yeah something i wanted to say on this i there's probably a few of you that or actually i know there's a few of you that that don't listen to the away team um definitely give it a shot you really don't have to see the episode because we recap the whole episode for you um and uh you know so Pretty much what we say, and with some of the extra stuff we say about it, um, I think in a lot of instances it might make it even more jo- enjoyable for people that don't watch it. And I know some people that have listened to it, made them rewatch it, and then go, "Wow, now I see the episode totally differently now." So, because that's our that's our civil service. That's you know that's our civic right. duty right there to do. And that. sometimes you would have preferred not seeing the episode <laughs> the way we present it. And and sometimes the way we present it is probably better than the actual episode. But if you're afraid, if you're afraid of the truth, that's up to you. Okay, <laughs> uh, just but, saying. Yeah, but definitely give it a listen. Check out some of them. You don't really need to watch the ep- or even be a fan of Star Trek. It might make it a little more. You might be like intrigued by it. So be sure to just give it a listen. Um, and and also, lastly, with our 300th episode approaching, we want to hear from you. So send comments, emails, or uh, voicemails uh, to us. Uh, our voice ma- our number for voicemail is 818-495-5637. Uh, we want to get that stuff, you know, just by the time our 300th episode and anything that is shared with us, we will share it on that episode. So please do. So that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out. Peace out.